But anyway, where was I then? Oh, yeah. So, anyway, my buddy Carlos, he actually does speak Spanish fluently and speaks English fluently and is from Mexico. And we could easily claim, hey, he's from South California in L.A. somewhere. And I don't really... We're just I mean, if, if we, if we, oh, come on, if we go and cast Antonio Banderas, do you think anyone's going to be like, oh, yeah, he's from Southern California? It depends. <laughs> no, it depends is what 90-year-old pussy tastes like. What? <laughs> I hesitate why do you know to that? ask why you know that. <laughs> what else is it going to taste like? Other is, than is, depends. I mean, I mean, why neglect? do you know that? <laughs> Maybe neglect. There, You've got an option there. 90-year-old pussy tastes like depends or neglect. <laughs> How would well? What does neglect taste like? Uh, I don't know. I think like first thing in the morning when I wake Bitters. up and and somebody <laughs> shit in my mouth. That that's probably what it tastes like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we got ourselves a podcast. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and call it a night, guys. All right, enjoy hunting. I think we've had all the right discussions at this point. Touched on all the right points. <laughs> I think we've seen all we've have to offer. That's the end of uh, <laughs> this. Is as good as, this is this where we end. Good, yeah. This is as good as it gets. It truly is. Welcome to the Save vs. Poison podcast, the podcast dedicated to gaming, general geekery, and enduring sobriety in an ever-maddening society, with your host Will and two guys that probably live under his stairs. If you're an addict, know an addict, or are just interested in exploring the outer mysteries of geekery, you're in the right place. Without further ado, let's get to the show. That's right. Save vs. Poison podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Season 3, episode 7. My name is Will. I'm your host. Joining me tonight... Recently, he wore two man buns at the same time in an effort to create maximum discomfort amongst the anti-man bun crowd at a local Home Depot. He's my friend, Steve. Hey, Steve. I could have swore we were talking about Tiki with the man buns. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> no, you were thinking it. of, he's talking about the hair man buns, not my sexy man buns. Yeah, them them tight things. <laughs> the other man buns. Oh, okay. Uh, like, you, just, wear, you wear just a like, pair of low, just, just low pair of out. jeans. I just walk around picking up quarters by doing squats. <laughs> <laughs> There's a loose screw on the ground. I've got to pick it up. And <laughs> yeah. just for the record, they were Leia buns. <laughs> they were not. You had them in a row. They weren't on the side of your head. You didn't look like you were wearing earmuffs. If I could do that, I would. You would. Yeah. Did you get a haircut? No. You I didn't need get to. a haircut? It's terrible. Thought you said you were going to get a haircut. Well, I say a lot of things. Goddamn hippie. <laughs> Goddamn hippie. I say hippie. a lot of things like that. You do say a lot of things. I'm, I'm going to do a thing. I'm going to do another thing. Nothing yeah. got done. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You're a busy guy. You're a busy guy. Also joining me tonight... States that his favorite brand of condom is dollar store brand, saying, what's life without a little surprise now and then? He's my friend, Tiki. Hey, Tiki. Thank you. Thank you. That's you really add in some cheering music at this point. But right uh, now, in right. my defense, I am uh, incredibly cheap. So that actually <laughs> would not. I didn't but, actually. By the way, like a dollar for one condom, not that unreasonable. But uh, they, it, this is the it's the pack you get like I think like six. You get so. yeah it's it's they're, they're, I think they're less than twenty five cents a pound. At I mean, least it's good. yeah, basically at least like one or two of them. I mean, if you can buy steak at the dollar store, you can buy condoms at the dollar store. I mean, <laughs> the problem is if you only use it's like it's like a Kleenex. If you only use one and you don't like double fold it over and you blow your nose in that Kleenex, you right through, just right through, just right through. <laughs> It's like trying. It's it's like Superman with the with a condom. That's not gonna work. It's not gonna work at all. Just blows right through. <laughs> Kapow, kapwing, kabam. Oh, we're off to a good start tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. I thought so. I didn't actually think that's what sex sounded like, but uh, uh the, the way that I do it. <laughs> so interesting. It's just you four, got, it's you four color comic effects. book style with me. <laughs> <laughs> schnicked schnicked <laughs> all right all right I now like i have like this weird like adam west batman porn parody in my head where it's like kapow and he's like banging this like banging cat woman or something like that i think wood rocket did that is that wood rocket what? is that that the production house that does like cheesy uh versions of, of porn movies 
Uh, like could spoofs be. and shit. I think. Yeah. No, like... my my. So my biggest complaint lately is that on two B, you have a whole bunch of like soft core stuff that you would normally kind of catch on like on Cinemax late at night, sure. things like that. Cinemax, but, uh, 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 circa nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Somebody went through and like cut out all the sex scenes, so it's just a movie with really shitty acting, really bad plot. <laughs> this is where you're finding effects. all your bad movies. <laughs> this is this is Tubi is one of the places, yeah. But um, not really the point of it. The point of it is is that there are those movies where I'm like, hey man, check it out. Look what's on right now. Click click, watch that all the way through, and I'm like, I thought for sure there was some. <laughs> just... I mean, it's because I'm not watching that to like enjoy a bad movie. I'm watching that because I want to see two chicks making out. No. Do you think porn got harder after nine uh, eleven? Do you think that like before nine eleven, porn That's was a, in a much, well, much crazy. more innocent uh, uh, place? Uh, I, I, I think that porn in general became more; pro- it was more pro- uh, proliferated. Yeah, or was uh, basically well, there was sure, more sure. abundance, but that's because our internet speeds picked up, and streaming became <laughs> possible. Yeah, the, the idea of uh, of masturbating for twelve uh, minutes while the the single lines of pixel on the JPEG yeah. that you found on a you know ICQ well, I mean, like, site or something. Uh, so like uh, like I don't know about up. you guys, but like when I was in, it, it, when I was younger, you like get like porn magazines, and you like have a small stash of them, you hang on to it for a little while, and then yeah, you know, these aren't any good anymore. And the and the, and the thing was like it eventually threw them away, but the thing was is like each one would like it would start off like Playboy, and then it would go to like Penthouse to like Swank to like so you know it would just get more and more hardcore as it went, <laughs> and then eventually you throw all that, and you could restart the entire cycle again, but. <laughs> It, it's kind of like that, like like the porn industry had like you know this massive proliferation of porn, and you're like, okay, well this is all pretty cool soft stuff. Then you're like a little bit harder, a little bit no, okay, a little bit nastier, a little bit more. <laughs> and now you're a point, now. now we're at a point a where it's like they're just going to stream out everything, and you're like, okay, I mean, you, if you need, if you want to find it, you can nowadays. Um, it's a lot more <laughs> difficult to find like really weird shit back when i was younger sure and he was really looking yeah <laughs> yeah I, I don't know like you, all you had to do was uh, ask durza i mean mm. when i moved out of the place that durza and fireball lived in and then i took durza's room and rented with fireball for like two or three years or something um durza like left a box of porn in that room, like, and I wasn't taking it with me, so I like left it there. Fireball gets a call from <laughs> just weird bequeathed porn. Yeah, he just like bequeathed, like, like, and now unto you I give the porn bar. It's just a like a green milk crate full of, and the one the 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 thing that was on top was uh was midget porn was you know little person porn and like it literally said midget porn on it. Like I don't know how to you know make that PC, uh, but. Uh, little people porn. <laughs> little people porn. It just. I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't want to be that guy, but even if you watch like the Wizard of Oz like porn parody, there's no real like midget sex in that, which is that is like really. I mean, it's disingenuous to the entire industry of people who really want to act and could use the roles, and they're being discriminated against in favor of of, of taller people. I agree. So. I agree. I agree. Completely. But anyway, you were saying something about. Well, no, Fireball together. had to get like Fireball got called, and he, and he like gives me a call, and he's like, hey, so. Did you like leave this box of porn? I was like, yeah, it was Durza's, and he's more your friend than mine. I'm not picking that <laughs> shit up. <laughs> like, I like Durza, but the the most conversations I ever had with him were like, you know, midnight, him really drunk, me mostly drunk, uh, when I was in my early 20s. And like, Durza's a friendly guy, and as an adult, like a later adult, I'm you know would be fine hanging out with him. But he was kind of intimidating because he was always such a big personality that when I was in my early twenties, it was it was kind of rough being around him because I wanted to be a big personality. I wasn't uh, a big personality in any way that had like um, any kind of confidence behind it. So being around like him and Matt and you know to uh, to an extent you. Uh, Tiki, we're always a big personality in those groups as well, but you fit in better. At least I thought. It's because I was so handsome. I mean, <laughs> all the guys liked me. <laughs> you know, there there might be some truth to that. You and you and you and Russ were were fine looking man. Men's. Mm-hmm. I remember going to Clan one year and and uh, 
sitting up on on the hill with uh, a bunch of uh, the the ladies from Amp Guard all going, mm-hmm, look at all them. Ooh, Russ got his long hair. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fucking amusing. I know. It was amazing. So, amazing. Yeah, so that was the, <laughs> you know, youth, it's wasted on the young. It is. It is. So, uh, so yeah, yeah uh, God, we were talking about uh, porn, midget porn, visualized mm-hmm. personalities. Oh, a box, a crate. Yep. Crate. No crate of yep. paper that's all been seemingly stuck together like it's made out of plaster and uh, pulp. <laughs> never is touched that... it. It never left the spot. Like, I'm pretty sure that if you go back to that apartment now, there's still an indentation in the carpet from where that box stood because i never touched the stupid fucking thing wasn't mine not dealing with it you can't call that a gift it's still weird though that like you just like didn't do anything to get rid of it you just fucking left it there You're just like it stays <clears throat> at its spot <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. those <laughs> see that is kind of like a daniel day lewis moment they're like they're like you're gonna get the box of porn no no too much <laughs> semen has been spilled over it and it stays where it lays <laughs> no, I tried to move it. It's stuck there. <laughs> it, it is yeah. stuck, almost as if by some sort of natural adhesive. <laughs> you just want to go and take a take a carpet knife to that. To no, I wonder. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so they remove the carpet instead. <laughs> just that square. Like, no, we're gonna burn this part apartment down. We gotta we gotta start from scratch. <laughs> Shit! This is yeah. Like this is it's like a crew of firefighters who followed Dursa around the around the state, like putting up the fires after they burn down his apartments when he leaves them. Can you imagine, like like sixty or seventy years from now, somebody's like, oh well, we we happened across this house in this renovation that we're doing, and we found a we found a safe in the in the basement, and and we're gonna crack it open right now, and then like you crack it open, and it's just like a bunch of like clown porn in there. Just porn and like dildos. All yeah, yeah, just colors. like just like old used dildos that that still yeah. look remarkably fresh. Well, it's a, if it's a safe, it's in a, and if it's a good safe, it's airtight. Yeah, so yeah. everything is the smell. All of that's gonna, that <laughs> it's much air, it's airtight in there too. But as soon as like the air from outside hits all of it, it just turns to dust. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and these are relics of an ancient time. And that's the. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Anyways, how you guys doing? (laughs) How are you? How's everybody feeling? I'm all right. Pretty good? Yeah, I mean, I'm feeling like a... You had a really, like a really bad joke there when you were talking about dust and porn, and then all I could think about was depends. And yeah, and that brings us back to the yep. thing. Yeah, and it brings uh, us all the way back to those, I don't know, I don't, those terrible I don't, topics. I don't know if we're gonna. I don't know if that's gonna be a part of the show. It might be part of the show. Gonna, you're gonna cut, that's what you're gonna cut. I don't. Really? Maybe. I don't. We'll see. Okay. We'll see how I'm feeling. <laughs> just gotta like you know, get her get her skirts up and <laughs> blow that dust off. Yeah, just let's <laughs> get a feather duster. Right, you can make that part of the uh, part of the foreplay. Right. No, you needed the feather duster. Mm. So no, I'm, I'm good. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Because there was a sure? weird part about ninety-year-olds and. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Neglect. But you gonna, yo, but you're, 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 yeah, you're gonna discriminate based on. Fuck! Age, now you know? that now that we're talking about it this much, I gotta, I gotta leave it in. God damn it! She's like discriminating against everything. Didn't like the Cholo CPA. Now the old people having sex. <laughs> Man, the old people having sex and <laughs> the midget, the midget stuff. Did you just? Yeah, like... Did you just? Use yeah, I mixed them. The I voice. Them. Yeah. <laughs> now those jokes are intertwined. <laughs> Could you next time say abuela? <laughs> now everything. Yeah. Now everything's uh, intertwined. And if you don't include the cholo CPA, it's going to be really uh... awkward. Yeah. Right. There'll be no so, context. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How are you guys no doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? He's feeling good? Yeah. I was yeah. just talking about it. I'm doing pretty good. How was your last week? Right. Feeling froggy. Do we want to do a... Feeling okay. Are we doing a... Are we doing just a how you doing? Are we doing a check-in? What are we doing? Doing so, check-in? You know, we, do check the, we do the how. We do the how do you do, and then we do, how do, you we do, do? a check-in. Um, after after some kind of a non-sequitur kind of a these moment. Are, these are great conversations I will never have at work. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's true. And you, I might. You, you probably haven't introduced <laughs> the podcast to anybody at work, have you? Or at uh yeah uh i don't think so Hope that's not. what i thought that's okay that's all right because <clears throat> of the sensitive purpose. nature of uh not only the bullshit talk but of the serious talk i i i get it i get it which which one's which <laughs> well if i'm talking about the 12 steps i feel like that's something that we should like question. sit up and pay attention to but if we're talking yeah, about no, you know uh, uh 
was purely rhetorical. <laughs> it's like planes, trains, and automobiles. You granny, really, that grannies, little people, and cholos. Like still going. <laughs> you didn't need to answer it. I was actually just kind of you know throwing that out there as a too late. It's just something you say at these things, Will. Yeah, Jesus. yeah, I know. I, you're right. You're right. <laughs> My bad. Didn't read Never. the social cue. God. Son of a bitch. Reason and, he, uh, did. he wasn't all rambling about <clears throat> nonsense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Speaking of cues. Speaking of cues. My name's Will. I'm an alcoholic. My name's Tiki, and I'm an alcoholic. My name's Steve. I'm not an alcoholic. But I did have a very irrational argument with my wife on Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah, we delayed fun. recording for you to have an irrational <laughs> argument? Yeah, no, it did not go well at all. Oh, that's not great. That's, yeah. the, that's like half the point of Valentine's Day. I mean, what, having the irrational argument? Yeah. <laughs> or leading up to an irrational argument. Yeah. I mean, it started off fine. Everything started well. And then there was a whole thing about salmon from a specific place that I offered to go get that I was told, no, don't okay. go get that. Okay. And then I was like, okay, well, well what do you want you then? To. Well, I want salmon, but not that salmon. Except, very rational argument. Different salmon. I want different salmon. Oh, it was it was fun. It was I I was literally I felt like I felt like every cliche of of a husband who was just like I don't know what to do right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Please just explain to me what you need. I feel like at least once every couple of months, every husband turns into Kevin James from King of Queens. Just, uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and then you do something like physically funny that nobody expects for a big guy to do. <laughs> that's that's how I feel like every one of those conversations goes. Yeah, that's yeah. that's about it. So. Yeah, yeah. So that was fun. <laughs> I don't think that that all is well now. Fun at all. all is well. No, I mean it worked out in the end. Salmon, salmon was had. Okay, all right. All is well. But just there was there was a, a a section in the middle there that was very very insane. That's nice. See, I avoided <laughs> all of that by my wife working. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, there you go. She worked. You go make my money. Yeah. So I just very had very to, proud of you. Very thanks. proud of you. Will. Well, you know, I I uh, <clears throat> I'm just a gigolo. <laughs> People always talk about me. <laughs> I make my own money. Damn it. Okay. Money that I then turn around and spend yeah. on tiny little plastic dudes, man. <laughs> Sorry, baby. <laughs> no, we're saving retirement. It's, it's going to be great. It's, it's that's that's what you're, you're going to use for retirement. Yeah, yeah. Like, like me with my collection of Boba Fett shit. Yeah, I'm sure it'll. I'm sure it'll sell. The ROI. Let's get back to the ROI on this shit, dude. My entire ROI on Boba Fett shit just tanked with the book of Boba Fett, as far as the show goes. Because they're going to re-merchandise everything? Yeah, no, because the goddamn show was awful. Oh, it's awful? I'm not very far scenes. into it, but I, I don't think it's awful. I am enjoying it. I, I saw the Cad Bane scenes, and I like Cad Bane quite a bit from Rebels and Clone Wars, so uh, I thought he was... Freaking awesome in the in the show, but yeah, he was um, he was a, he was a, it's like the episode like the like the season finale is pretty decent. But yeah, yeah, the rest of it's like a lot of like it's like if George Lucas had written it, it's a lot of talking politics and like you know, everything that like you were like, oh my god, the original trilogy was awful because all they wanted to do was talk about trade trade regulations to planets <laughs> on the outer rim. Like like who the hell thinks this is exciting? And like George Lucas is like, aha, I got another script for you about Boba Fett. I'm just saying, if you're not careful, they're going to bring back Rian Johnson. All right. <laughs> Yeah, right. Exactly. That dude, the, like the like that perfectly round head. Rian Johnson. Like somebody took like a tiny face and just like jammed it onto like a soccer ball He's... and like, painted it like a human. He's just the threat that anytime you start bitching, they're like, "Do you want us to bring him back?" Seriously, yeah, like, like, we'll do it. We will fucking do. It. Like he like, will direct the next eight movies. J.J. Abrams <laughs> is Kennedy like, is like telling here. telling children to 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 eat their vegetables, or Rian Johnson will will show yeah. up and and write their life story. Oh God, yeah. Like, like Kathleen Kennedy is still here, and you know that she loves him. So, you know who's going to be in charge <laughs> next time? He um, will retcon your entire fucking series. Yeah, the entire not even, fucking not series. Even retcon, just just ignore all the continuity. <laughs> all <laughs> like it's not, of it's, it. It's retcon if you like go out of your way to like somewhat honor and release, change some things to explain <laughs> some things. Nah, just fuck it all. We're just going to run roughshod all over it and just destroy it. Nice. <laughs> all right. So I had a drinky dream this week, and it totally messed up uh it totally messed up my 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 sunday night into monday morning which was not which was not great uh i had uh 
Wait, Sunday morning? No, Saturday night into Sunday morning. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so um, so I woke up like super freaking cranky, and it kind of set me in a bad mood for the first part of the day. Um, for a while, I was having trouble uh, regulating my mood, and I haven't had that issue as much lately. Like, I get flashes of irritation every once in a while, but they're usually gone in a couple in in, in a little while. Um, so I think like mental health wise, I, I'm doing a lot better. But yeah, I still you know got a fucking drinky dream, and I hate them because. You you know, like we've talked about a million times uh, on this show, you feel ridiculously guilty about something in your subconscious. And every single time I have one of these dreams, it's always a it's it's never like a <clears throat> it's never like a carefree. I went to a party and got drunk kind of a thing. It's like I'm with friends. They know I'm an alcoholic. I drink. They start judging me. My wife starts judging like like it's always like all of the worst parts of being an alcoholic. And well, I think that that subconsciously might help to reinforce me not drinking in the future it's still really irritating that it gets in like to spaces like my sleep where you know i wake up grumpy and my kids are like sunday morning my kids jumped into our bed with our dog and one of our cats so there's like like four humans a feline a canine and everybody's giggling and laughing and i'm just like you pieces of shit get out of my goddamn bed i had a drinky dream daddy's pissed I hate you all right now. Uh, and that's not a great way to like that could totally be like the start of a of a family comedy kind of a movie. Mm. And instead, I turned it into the, the first part of a falling down kind of a movie. Yeah. Yeah. You could have you could have you could have also gone a serial killer or family annihilation, but also comedy. Yeah. Yeah. You might be able to do all of those at once, though. It's that. possible. Like, I, I feel like if we do, Nicolas Cage will be involved. Uh, uh, it's a very you know, Nicolas Cage that'd be, movie. That would be, Cage honestly, that would be a great side project. Yeah. Because you know, we're going to have, like, the whole CPA uh, money launderer kind uh-huh, of thing going uh-huh. on, on one side. Uh-huh. That could be a totally different one. Totally yeah. could be. Totally could can't be. can't believe so, I killed my family. Her. Yeah. Her. <laughs> it's the best noise that he makes. It's almost like the all Val growl. Anyways, um, so that's my check-in. I'm I'm still sober. I'm still, for the most part, holding it very well together. But um, I that that one fucking night where I had that dream, uh, and they happen maybe once a month. They're they're not they're not like a constant fixture. But it's it's just it's just scary enough that it kind of throws me off my game a little bit, and it's kind of yeah. frustrating. So I hear you, buddy. Thanks, man. How about you, bud? Those are those are those are those are tough. I haven't um, I haven't had any real uh, temptations to drink. I haven't. I mean, as far as the checking goes, at mm-hmm. times, just I'm just being me. I mean, like I've had some insomnia a few nights uh, the mm-hmm. last few weeks, which is new and rare for me. Um, uh, but other than that, I've been fine. I haven't had any. Uh, yeah, I haven't had any like temptations to drink. I still I still do. And this is just always there. I just, I still do notice the liquor stores wherever I go. Yeah. Um, but that's just a thing that I just, I happen to know that I've like made a mental note of where that is. And it's, I think it might be a, like a habit that's just still around. But other than that, I've been, I've been good to go. Gotcha. 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 Well, I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that you're mindful and I'm glad that you're, that you're not having to deal with with too much in the way of temptation um yeah yeah i was able to give advice give the 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 think through the drink thing which i think is my favorite tool for for dealing with cravings um i was able to give that out again and it always feels good um even though it was kind of unsolicited it was just somebody saying hey you know i've got i'm an alcoholic i relapsed and blah and now i'm like 16 days back in sobriety. I'm like, okay, all right, well, you know, so here, unsolicited, take it for what it is. This is my favorite tool. Because I, I find that a lot of people will give, like, platitudes or give, like, hey, great job. And that's great, but that only helps up to a point. But, like, giving somebody the tool to be able to manage and mitigate things, I think, can be valuable, provided that it's done in a, you know, in a, in a hey, I'm where you are, too. I recognize that for a few, you know, little slips, I could be, you know, doing mea culpas and uh, and and working on my second bout of sobriety. So 
for right now, just please, this is a tool that works for me. Maybe it can work for you. Check it out. No judgment. And so like that, that felt really, that felt really good to be able to do that this week. So Steve, you got anything for checking? Uh, no, like I said, irrational argument, but, uh, things are well now. So, (laughs) so do you think that nerf blasters would help with your arguments? No, I think that would probably be, be about as, as helpful as walking up to my wife and running my thumb across her forehead and going Simba. (laughs) I imagine it'd go about the same. Depends on what's on the thumb. I mean, (laughs) nothing. There doesn't need to be anything on the thumb. Are you sure? No. Just doing that. I imagine uh, goes not well. <laughs> huh. Huh. Try it. Let me know. Next time you're having an argument with the wife. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> do the Simba. Let me know if it fixes things or I, makes it worse. <laughs> huh. I, you know, did, because of my relationship with my wife, she might start laughing at that. I mean, <laughs> maybe. I think the, the toughest part is to have like that canister of ash sitting around. At yeah. All yeah. <laughs> or just, you know, I, I mean... I could do the. Well, no, you use a great marker. You could do the Hitler, where I like stick my thumb in my butt and then wipe it right underneath her nose. No, that's a dirty Sanchez. No, no, no. The dirty Sanchez is when you do like the the full mustache. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, totally different thing. The Hitler is just one swipe right one down. One swipe right there. It's also called the Charlie Chaplin. If you're if you don't want to be, you know, if you don't want to, you know, Godwin's well, I'm pretty law. Pretty sure Charlie Chaplin disowned that mustache. Probably, probably. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I I I never met the man. <laughs> I, I I didn't either. I he I don't think he would have actually thought up this this particular move. Maybe. I mean, I'd love to. I'd love to go back if I had a time machine. You know what I'd do? Go ask Charlie Chaplin if he'd ever pulled a move on a woman with a yeah. or a, or or a dude with a with a with a with a poop dirty thumb. He might have. You don't know. We don't know. Those, don't know. those kind of those kind of things are lost to history, yeah. my friend. So, uh, this week on the show, I wanted to continue our 12-week examination of AA's 12 steps. So, yeah, last week's episode, we talked about uh, step one, which is we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable. And what we said instead was we've admitted that while we are using alcohol, we damage our physical, mental, and societal health. And that that worked a little bit more with our... Uh, with our philosophies and, you know, I, Tiki's an atheist. I'm agnostic. I like, I don't have the answer enough to say yay or nay. It does or does not exist. Um, Steve, I, I'm, I think you're an atheist. I am not. You're not. Are you? No. You Buddhist? Is that what the two <laughs> man buns was? That's what the two man buns was. <clears throat> no. I mean, I probably would be a really good Buddhist. Probably. Uh, they fact, let you play Magic the Gathering. I, I, I cool with it. buy into a lot of their, their stuff. Uh, life is suffering. <laughs> yeah. Especially um, especially uh, on uh, Valentine's Day, apparently. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, I'm, I'm Catholic. <laughs> I, I did not know. Wow. Um, so anyways, uh, we can talk about that later. Uh, so, yeah, step two is came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Power greater than ourselves. Now, I they use a capital P. I mean, I'm on the I'm on the website, so that to me invokes some sort of divinity. And uh, the the statement that I came up with was came to believe that we have the power to save ourselves, but only if we give up the pretense of quote saving face and working to build or be part of a supportive community with which we share transparency. I think that's a little bit more. Is that, is that from the secular AA? No, I, I came up with that. Oh. Well, no, I'm, I'm going through. I'm not. I, I'm taking AA's stuff and I'm putting my lens to what I think would be better steps for yeah. me. They might be good for some other people, but this is this is just what I think would be better. Because <clears throat> for those people that AA works for, that's great. I'm really glad that it works for you. If you have a belief in um in any god because it it does not it it's a monotheistic based system of recovery that doesn't mean jesus and god that doesn't mean yahweh or allah it just like god just 
capital G, God. Um, but as somebody that, that needs something a little bit more, you know, down to earth, uh, I'm coming at this from a place where I want to empower myself while not abdicating my responsibilities and my, uh, and, and my culpability in the wrongs that I have done and could potentially do in the future. Um, yeah. So what do, what do you think of number two thoughts, anecdotes? Say it again. I came to believe that we have the power to save ourselves, but only if we give up the pretense of saving face and work to build or be a part of a supportive community with which we share transparency. Uh, mission statement. Kind of, nice. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's very in line with, with you know, with uh, what we've been talking about prior to this and stuff like that. It, it puts a lot of the onus on on yourself, right? Like, Yeah, you know, it... it shows to the self that we have a responsibility to stay sober and that we can stay sober, but that we have to do work to be able to do it. And that it's not going to come naturally. Yeah. And that we right. can't expect it to be granted. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was deep. <laughs> no, I, I think that's, yeah, it, I like it. I think it makes sense. Um, put you at the forefront um put community building and honesty at the forefront well that's the big deal right it's acknowledgement yeah our faults and our failures yeah yeah and ultimately aas is a, is is in, in my opinion it's still more about the indoctrination uh or the it's, it's almost like it's it's like it's almost like you're being groomed to convert to christian to 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 you know, some mega church. <laughs> like, admit that there's a higher power, and it's like, okay, well, if I do that, then I have to kind of give up my, you know, atheist and or agnostic belief system. You know, and now do these things, and, and you know, and it just it just comes across that way. So I, I like the idea of putting the onus in the individual. Um, I, I don't know that, like, uh, I'd put, like, the... I'd put, like, addiction out of control of my... Of, out of my control, at least. It's difficult. And I know that a lot of other people struggle with it, but I don't know if it's outside of control. Um, eh, but like you said, if it works for other people, if AA works for people, I mean, cool. I, I mean, the, the goal is to promote sobriety. And yeah, that's, you're that, not... Please. You're not saying, like, it, if AA works for you, then great, it works for you. But 100%. it doesn't work for everybody is what you're kind of basically getting at with your version of this. But going through this, saying... This is what you believe is is you know yep um, helpful and and but yeah if AA works for you great do that if the uh, the non secular version works for you great do that if those things don't fit you here's another idea that basically you're coming up with yeah yeah kind of I mean it's sort of the the twelve steps of uh, of of the save versus poisons uh yeah. <laughs> you know guide to sobriety guide to sobriety hey everyone <laughs> what we'd go. like to do is sell you this fantastic don't brochure on the save versus poison product yeah <clears throat> rule number yeah rule number one don't panic um <laughs> yeah it's uh it's start uh with douglas adams yeah that's why why wouldn't we start with the absurd uh <laughs> so yeah i i'm i'm with you man uh like i said when i went to the secular aa uh like one it was i just i just I mean, their their twelve steps was to remove anything that was in reference to a higher power. Um, they kind of just go through and cut all of that out. Yeah. Um, you know, I I just it still just it still wasn't working for me. You know, so I I, I stopped going. No, I I I totally get that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that was that was their take on it, and you know. Anyway, I've already complained about that a little bit. So yeah, let's yeah. go. Let's 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 move on to to Will's cool thing. No, I I mean, uh, so we're gonna you know, like I said, we're gonna do one of these a week, and uh, I've got ideas on format changes for a whole bunch of these. Looking forward to next week's. Uh, yeah, <laughs> read it. You read it. <laughs> Made a decision to turn our will to porn. <laughs> 
Porn will be what saves. No, um, just trade one addiction. Just trade for the one other. addiction for another. <laughs> Meth. Try heroin. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like um, just like an Uncle Buck. And he's talking to his sister-in-law, John Candy's talking to his sister-in-law, and he's like, "Yeah, I gave up smoking." And she's like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah, now I just smoke cigars." She's like, <laughs> "Huh?" And he goes, "Do this for like six months, and I'm gonna move on to chew." I don't do that for like six months. <laughs> Basically, this is like a long-term quit smoking plan that I've got. So <laughs> nice, nice. Go, John Candy. Go, poor John Candy. So, anyways, that was what I wanted to bring up tonight. Just a reimagining of the of the second of the twelve steps. We got another. We got another ten of these to go. I like uh, it. And uh, each one will. Uh, I'll write. I'll write them out and then post them up on uh, on on the Facebook and the Twitters. And uh, you'll be able to follow along uh, as you listen. Uh, uh, it's like, you're, it's like we, our very own advent calendar. Kinda, yeah. Except at the end, hopefully, uh, hopefully you've got one more tool in the arsenal. That's I mean, the whole it's just thing. The advent calendar is really just like whatever twelve gifts. Happen you open the thing and you get a chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> could be a chocolate. It could be a hammer. Could be a hammer. You're right. Could be a chocolate hammer. Then you can go run to various houses in your neighborhood, like waving it around. Anybody need any help with anything? Can I can I hammer that before this melts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So um moving on to gaming. What are you guys playing? I'm still playing the Pokemans game. Pokemans. Um, though I did just read a review of this other game. I'm gonna try to pronounce this. Um it's Karen, Karen's Crypt, Karen's Crypt, Karen, C A E R N. Hey, it's it's K H A R O N K A K H A R O N. Yeah. So it's, Karen's it's Karen's Crypt. Okay. I thought it was like Karen's Crypt is just like like a Karen, tomb where she's yeah. always trying to see the manager. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's all it is. I, I, it's really the the description is all about that, you know. Hell for people named Karen is just a, <laughs> a, a shopping mall where there is no manager. Yeah, Karen's Crypt. Yeah. Even death may die. It's uh, oh. it looks like an old school, uh, Game Boy kind of like uh, Zelda is uh-huh. what it looks like. Um, but it's got some kind of neat mechanics. You you're basically this Grim Reaper kind of character who's out for revenge for some king trying to cheat you out of shit. Uh, you possess the the enemies that you fight. So, like the little skeleton guy, you possess that, or a bat, or whatever. They huh. all have like their different health pool kind of things. Um, so, like bats are really weak, but you know they're gonna help you fly across a gap because it's it's still that top down dungeon crawler. Sure. Um, like those Zeldas, but uh, those Zeldas, those Zeldas um, that I'm so fond of. Uh, I, I did see in one of the reviews, I, I, I didn't finish reading it, so I don't exactly, I didn't get to see what they meant, but one of the reviews said it was slightly Souls-like, so that's kind of an interesting aspect. I don't know what they meant by that. No, um, I wonder if it's just like like stamina-based combat or... Yeah, that's what, I was trying to kind of figure that out too. But the other review that I... Sales, it's a sales thing these days. It probably yeah. it could be. It may be not this Souls-like is, this at is all. just like Souls, and then people yeah. are like, I'm going to buy that shit. And you, but you, I mean... You're like, no, it's not. All they had to say is it's just like Zelda, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna buy that shit." <laughs> like, it looks really cool. Um, like I said, I, I like this mechanic of you you possess uh, you possess the things that you know the bad guys that you fight, the little like minions or whatever. Um, you solve puzzles just like all the Zeldas. Uh, you know, fight bosses, whatnot. I, if I remember right, you have so like your possessed form and your unpossessed form has its own different uh, health pool. Mm-hmm. The uh, the does the princess put out? I don't know that there is a princess. You're well, they, she's well, in another you, castle. She might be in another castle. castle. Yeah, I mean, like I mean, dude, Link was like for the longest time was like, hey, I rescued the princess. Hey, you wanna you wanna hook up since I just saved you? And it's like, no, <laughs> nah, not really. Just no, so hard up, just like to. just dying on that one. That's why there were sequels. That's why there were sequels. <laughs> How about this sequels. time, Zelda? How about this time? It's three times I've gotten a goddamn Triforce for you, lady. <laughs> Can I please take you out to dinner? I don't know. I just want to be friends. And I just want you to quit getting fucking kidnapped. Huh? Is that so hard? It could uh, be. Oh, man. Could be. 
Might have taken that one a bit too personal, yeah, but back I mean, to the I, game. Sounds like everybody in a Zelda game is basically just uh, just a, a fountain of toxic masculinity. Probably. I mean, just a little bit. Just Ganon, Link, Zelda herself. Like, stand up for yourself, woman. Jeez. Why would you? So, well, yeah, I have all, right. all this magical power. I don't know how I would possibly. Yeah, exactly. The thing you just said. All right. So, the, so this is the this is Death May Die. So that's interesting. Uh, do you know where that that line specifically comes from? It's a song of ice and fire thing, isn't it? No, it's it's uh, it's older than that. It's actually the Call of Cthulhu. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. I know my I know my Lovecraft. You do, you do. That's nope. when he said it. That's normally <laughs> when you first started talking about it. I was like, "Oh, it's a Lovecraft game," and then you started describing it. And I'm like, "Nah, it's nah, not never a Lovecraft mind. game." <laughs> nah, yeah, it's it's like I said, it's the the. The premise, um, let's see if we can find it again here, uh, was, yeah, you're, you're basically this Grim Reaper character who some king cheated you out of death, and you're, you're not okay with that. You are going to kill him. <laughs> All right, so it's like Final Destination. More or less. <laughs> Never saw it. If it's fair. Death. Never saw it. And it's not a bunch of teenagers that you're trying to kill. That won't be nearly as satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's uh you know what's great about movies uh, uh teenagers dying. <laughs> it's dark. It's all Your my words, movies. Bud. It's dark. Your words. It's dark. Ah, <laughs> uh, Tiki, what are you playing, bud? I'm still just playing Hunt Showdown, getting a little bit better at it as I go. And there's uh still a lot of it's still a lot, it's still just a ton of fun. But yeah, just kind of plodding along. Um, you're not even playing it like with other people you're you're like going in solo now too right a couple of times yeah i've gone yeah. In solo a few times that's like really honestly like the most terrifying oh yeah because there's just no backup like but if you encounter somebody or a team then like it, that's it it's on you yeah. better figure your shit out <laughs> like yeah better have your house in order um so it's been really fun i've actually uh i've actually enjoyed the some of the solo stuff i've done i, I enjoy the, the the team play as well though quite a bit yeah, it's 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 an interesting game. Um the especially solo where you can spend like 20 minutes running around a map seeing nobody and then you get to a place where you're like, "Okay, I'm safe for a second. And then suddenly there's a team of 3 on top of you and you're and you're in a firefight and yeah. you have nobody to, you know, bail you out whatsoever and then you're dead and then you're like, "Fuck, that was a waste of, you know, a good 25 minutes worth of playtime and yeah and you're kind of on edge the entire like i think that's one of the things that i like the most about the game is that sort of delicious sense of anticipation and kind of almost dread to get into a fight with another team because the waiting between action is so much longer that every fight just seems to feel a little more visceral a little more brutal well, yeah, and it's also it's also such a sound based uh, like game. I really haven't actually played a game that's quite this into and or reliant upon sound. Mm -hmm. um, back in the good old days, I remember playing like Half Life multiplayer, uh, Day of Defeat mods, things like that. Mm -hmm. Sound was important, but by comparison, by and large, I mean you can hear somebody cock back the hammer on a gun. You can you know you can hear them walking along or, or creeping. Um, I had like uh, I I won the other the the other night when I was by myself and there was somebody on the other side of a wall, like like a fence, which like is a big pucker along. moment. Yeah, like like they're sneaking along right there, right next to me, and I was like, okay, oh, oh, okay, oh. <laughs> you know, because I'm by myself and I don't I don't know if they have friends or not. Like you don't know what the what the team dynamic is like, especially when you're out there solo. So it's it is it's 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 really fun. Um, I love the theming to it. Um, it's just, been a, it's just been a really good game so far. Um, I kind of wish the money's worked out a little differently than it does, but um, they, they handle money in kind of an odd way here and there uh, that I that I don't necessarily like. But um, it's it's ways to limit players from getting like it. It adds value to things that that you want when you have to work really hard to get them. Yeah. Problem is, you know, you you get the money, you get all the skills. And then you get like a you know high level character, and then the very next game after you've customized exactly how you want, you get killed by. You know. No, I was I was I did that I did that I had a I had a character that got all the way to level forty nine, got her to fifty. Uh, Cinco was playing 
his character hadn't hit 50 yet, so it was 49. We went back in, we were playing, his character got killed. Yeah. It was like, oh, that's Ooh, ouch, that's rough, buddy. man. It was like 50 is like, that's that point you can retire it and get all that money back from it and all the XP. Well, I mean, you can retire it earlier and you still get yeah. XP for it, but... You know, it's sort of it's the it's a gamble. It's a gamble yeah, getting yeah, up that yeah. high. But you know. it's it's a point. It's it's also a point of pride to get a character to fifty to in order to retire them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, if anyway, still lots and lots of fun. That's been that's all I've been playing lately. Yeah. No, I nothing wrong with that, man. You got something that that has kept your attention. That's great. Um, I have been trying to get into Lost Ark, which is a new free to play MMO. Well, new to the West, so it's been out in Korea and russia for uh a couple years now so it is only new to a western market of mmo players that were too lazy to set up a vpn to be able to play it remotely so um it's got quite a bit of feature it's a it is a feature rich game because it's had so much development time um it's it's exactly the opposite of what happens with like early access games this is a game that that is pretty fine-tuned that you know we're dropping into late which now i'm kind of like you know maybe we should do that more often maybe that'd be a way to play you know have games come out i don't know maybe um so i've been trying to get into that but the the early sections of the uh, apparently it comes alive in the end game like everybody constantly says look it's a grind getting up to blah to, to like max level, but once you get to max level, that's when it really, really becomes a lot of fun. And since it's basically a Diablo 3 style uh, MMO, um, you know, the combat is fast and furious, and the boss fights are kind of what are a, a ton of fun, and they really are a lot of fun. Like, there's a lot of, a lot of movement shenanigans and a lot of um, uh trying to manage a whole bunch of different uh, abilities that you're kind of given right off the bat. Like normally in an MMO, you start off at a really low power level and you have like one or two abilities and every couple of levels you get another ability. That's kind of, I mean, that's that's basically just game progression, right? You play any single player game, any, any multiplayer game, you kind of have that kind of a progression. Lost Ark though gives you like half of your abilities right up at the front and then unlocks a few more along the way. So you have this like move set that's like four or five moves deep plus like a uh, a um you know some kind of movement shenanigan kind of a thing going on like there's a there's a lot there um so I'm trying to get myself into a place where I'm really going to hopefully enjoy that but it's hard to like I don't know if I've ever on the podcast talked about my ideas on acquiring taste like. Every time somebody says to me, well, it's an acquired taste, so foie gras, it's an acquired taste, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, scotch, it's an acquired taste. Like, the, eating ass is an acquired taste, but the first couple of times I have to taste potentially poop. <laughs> I, I don't know that I want to do that. Like, I, I don't I don't know. I, so just, It's just chocolate starfish. Just, just, just the old starfish back there. So, um... So that's what I've been doing for for playing video games. Played a little bit of Hunt uh, this week, but not as much. Not because I'm not enjoying it, but just because I'm trying to, you know, grow the channel. And my gaming time on growing the channel um, is limited. Like I don't have a, a ton of a ton of time for that. Um, but as far as like doing other hobby stuff, I have been enjoying painting some star wars legion figures so star wars legion is basically just warhammer 40k or war machine any of the the tactical miniature games for star wars and they have four distinct factions two from um the uh republic era so the classic republic era or empire era excuse me and then two factions from the old republic era uh, so it's, it's, um, you know, stormtroopers versus rebels, and then it's, uh, droids versus clones. And the models are great. The rules are awesome and streamlined and really good. Um, and then buying Yoda and Cad Bane and then painting them, uh, was a lot of fun. That, that, that was, that was a whole heck of a, a heck of a good time. So I've been doing that. Um, but it's adding to my ever growing 
<laughs> basement full of plastic crack. And it brings me to this week's sort of topic that I wanted to talk about with you guys, which was the idea of Marie condoing some of our shit. Now, Tiki, I don't know that you've got a lot of like geeky, gamey stuff anymore. I don't, I don't know that you do. But you have collected role-playing games over the years, I imagine. Yeah. Tabletop-style role-playing games. Yeah? Yeah. Um, how much of that shit do you still have? I usually have it on uh, virtual disc. Now. So you okay? So you, you you've you've switched it out for something a little bit more space safe. Yeah, I mean, I, I still got like some old Xbox games that I really liked um, that I've kept around because our grandparents really liked them. Mm-hmm. Um, but not, there's not like a whole lot of them. Um, I think I might own like 15 Xbox games total, and three of them are Xbox One. Okay, so not not a ton of space being taken up no. then. But like even, so, even my even my uh, even my scene library is pretty humble too. Yeah. And you, do you still have your X-wing figures? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still in got a box. those. They're in so. a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I know Steve is a big gigantic collector of all the things. <laughs> so it's funny because of the specific term you used about Marie condoing this stuff. Yeah. What's funny is that. You're not wrong. I have stacks of crap yeah. that I don't need, right? Like, and, and I'm Tiki right there kinda, with you. Well, Tiki just brought up video games. Like, I have like I'm literally staring at a collection of PlayStation Two, GameCube, uh, DS cases, games. You know, as PlayStation Three, just up, all these games that like more or less are just collecting dust. In in addition to you know the crap, you know, like uh, the one that came to mind when you first told me that you know that we were going to talk about this that i was like yeah i really ought to get rid of is all the Yu-Gi-Oh cards i have i don't play <laughs> this game i will likely never play this game right, again right but i have all this shit now what's funny about you using the marie kondo specifically terminology is that uh what's the what's the the catchphrase does this bring you joy yeah does this bring you joy and if it if if it if no it longer brings you joy you should, get you rid should of it. thank it and get rid of it right yeah. yeah that's the problem that's the problem it still brings me joy i know man. i like be just i like to know that it's there yeah i yep. like it's comforting to know that it's there <laughs> i enjoy knowing that that binder full of Yu-Gi-Oh cards that i will never play they're shiny and there's some holographic ones, and I like looking at them. I like having this stack of fucking games yeah. because this is just this is my history. This is my past. I've played all these. I have fondness for them at some point or another. They bring me joy still. Yeah, no, I, I cannot I, part with this. I get it, man. I 100% get it. <laughs> um, every time I walk down into my basement and I look at the piles of well, it's not piles of miniatures, but the arrayed the the vast array of miniatures that i have on shelves down there like i don't i mean tiki you've got you've got x-wing uh, you and i could potentially play x-wing if we wanted to but do we have the motivation to actually drive to one another's place and play x-wing i don't know you can't see me shaking my head yeah yeah <laughs> that's what i thought yeah you know I'm- the I know one games, other person but... who plays Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm never like I'm just not likely to, to ever have the motivation to go p- to play this game. I yeah. should just get rid of it. Like, I should sell it off, make a little bit of money, turn it into other things that I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Like all I would do is I would take all of that money <laughs> and just turn it into other versions of plastic crack. Right? Like, yeah. like I, I I know myself well enough to know that. I love the collecting of things, and I hate getting rid of stuff that I enjoy. So, and I give so much crap to my wife, <laughs> so much crap to my wife, because I will justify to myself that all of this stuff has use. I might someday play third edition Warhammer 40k when we're on edition number nine. However, <laughs> she has reams, and she still has like. Um, papers from high school, like her textbooks <laughs> from too. high school. She's <laughs> she's still got that shit, right? Nerd. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Uh, I will give her shit because it, it that all of that stuff is in like one or two boxes, and then you look at my side of the basement, and you're like, so 
when are you going to put together this box of uh, Starfleet battle kind of stuff? When when, <laughs> when are you going to so play wait, Mice wait, and wait. Mystics again? <laughs> like, not to step on your toes, because I assume you you had a, a, a destination for this, but what is the destination? What do we do? Are we just talking about how we just do this? Like, do we get rid of it? What is, what is like, what is our end goal here? No, I like, <laughs> like it's heartbreaking to do it, but I feel like it's one of those things that just, just it, like I sold off a rip the um, bandaid. Yeah. Rip the bandaid. Like nice. I sold off a, a box full of, um, of crucible guard. Crucible guard is a faction and war machine. That's it's crazy. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, uh, alchemists and the models are great the sculpts are awesome the rules are fun they're thematic war machine is a great game i haven't played war machine or hordes in like two years two solid years I mean, maybe close pandemic to so partially but i've played other miniature games like i sure. i've played necromunda i've played bolt action i've played um i got out and played uh age of sigmar um this is just like we talked about earlier, man. You're going to that more and more hardcore stuff. Yeah. Build a greater and greater collection. <laughs> Pretty soon, it's just going to be a bunch of boxes that are all stuck together in your basement. And uh, nobody's going to want to move it from that spot on the it'll, carpet. Yeah, but it'll be. It'll be it's but it's just super glued. It's super glued. It's not semen. <laughs> <laughs> totally different thing. I didn't say, I didn't say what it was. I just said you it was said sticky. it was glued, man. I just I thought I it, would it was be, sticky. It's, it's important that you know that that, that medicine right. smell is that comes that's from still, a little bottle instead of coming from my little bottle. The point is you've still you're still going to have a box somewhere that's going to be leaving an indention in the carpet that nobody <laughs> wants to pick up and walk away with i have no carpet down there damn it ticky <laughs> it's like call um, the basement no but like i i hadn't even put those models together they were all still in in their original <laughs> packaging right and yet it still pained me to the point where I almost didn't go to the UPS store after the guy had wired me the $500 <laughs> for and, and like the retail value for the whole thing that I that, that I purchased it all for was some cuz I paid MSRP for it. I think it was like somewhere like close to like $800. So I I lost 300 bucks on that. But that was 500 bucks that I mean those models would still be down in my basement on put together they'd still be in their original boxes i still wouldn't like i have five war machine armies what the fuck do i need five war machine armies i need i need one i i need zero i want to be able to play with all of them but at the end of the day if i take a look at myself uh from any kind of an objective metric like one army maybe two two game systems maybe three that's all I've really got time for. So everything else is just potentially wasted value down in my basement. And if I start thinking about it in kind of cutthroat terms like that, I kind of I, I, I kind of have to get rid of that stuff. Nope. Nope. <laughs> that's, nope. Why, that's why you got it, like all those different versions or, or editions of, of Playboy and Penthouse and all the other dirty mags, man. It's just because you wanted to go to the next stage with it. You wanted I, to see the next dirty thing and... I just now love that you know are. that I have an erection every time I go down into my basement. You, you probably should, don't doubt it. It is my hoard. Yep. <laughs> I yeah. keep it. Yep. Yeah. I still it's, have it's, my my Tory Wilson Playboy signed copy of Playboy somewhere. It's it's uh, a yeah. Proud of you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's it's still it's still a stash of stuff. It's just that now you I mean, know it's, you're you're old. It's my, get mad it's my precious. They are my precious. <laughs> it is mine. I'm not giving that up. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes us, precious. <laughs> yeah, kinda. All right, guys. I think that's gonna be a wrap for tonight's episode. As Sounds with good. every episode of the Save vs. Poison podcast, we like to shout out to the mutual support groups we hope you turn to in your time of need. Alcoholics Anonymous. I know that we ran them uh, through the the uh, the gauntlet today and will for the next couple of weeks but if it works for you it works for you and we want you to seek out sobriety so alcoholics anonymous www.aa.org 212-870-3400 moderation management www.moderation.org 212-871-0974 secular aa sos sobriety.org 623-693-1633, Smart Recovery, smartrecovery.org, 440-951-5357, and Women for Sobriety, womenforsobriety.org, 
536-8026. For groups uh, of friends and family, um, please reach out to al-anon.alateen.com. Dot org. That's Al-Anon Family Groups. You can also reach them at one 425 2666 From all of us here at the Save vs. Poison podcast, I'm Will. I'm Chicky. I'm Steve. And we wish you warm, creamy regards. Night, guys. Good night. You've just listened to another episode of the Save vs. Poison podcast. If you liked what you heard, please follow us, like, and subscribe on Twitter at VS underscore save, on Facebook at the Save vs. Poison podcast, and streaming live on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash SVP podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. And stay safe, everyone. <laughs>